Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Once Upon a Crescent, a Muslim kids podcast. This podcast is a collection of original children's stories. I am your author and storyteller, Mrs. Hashmi. This is season three. I hope you have your seatbelts on because I'm planning on taking your imagination on a fun story time ride. Today's story is called Ibrahim's Nature Adventure Part 2. Ibrahim woke up for the day with a scratchy dryness in his mouth and throat. He reached for his water bottle and popped it open. But he realized he was fasting. Oops, forgot. Ibrahim thought. Today was Ibrahim's fourth practice fast of Ramadan. He's been fasting on weekends with his family. Ibrahim's been enjoying and dreading his special fasting days. Enjoying because he gets to eat his yummy favorite foods for iftar, like samosas, or colorful fruit salads and lemonade and cookies. These are just among a few things that his dad especially prepares for him at iftar time. The only part that Ibrahim really dreads is when his stomach grumbles super loudly from hunger. Sometimes it can get challenging. Yep, the hunger strikes right around the afternoon time, especially when Ibrahim's younger toddler siblings walk around the house crunching on snacks. But today Ibrahim was going to be busy and he was going to be distracted from his fast because he promised to help out at the masjid with his best friends. The masjid was hosting a drive through iftar for the community. Ibrahim and his friends were going to go early to help set up for this event. The masjid parking lot would be filled with cars waiting in line for their to-go iftar box. Ibrahim was definitely looking forward to doing this good deed because there is so much reward in feeding a fasting person. But for this masjid event, Ibrahim and his friends were going to feed 250 fasting people through this drive through event. Ibrahim heard Abu Bakr's mom honking outside waiting for him. He quickly grabbed his jacket and mask and called out to his mom. Mama, auntie is here. I'm going to go now. Okay, sweetie, don't forget to take your mask. Ibrahim's mom called out as she finished frying her samosas. Ibrahim entered Abu Bakr's car with a smile and salam. Salamu alaikum. He greeted. The entire car ride to the masjid, Ibrahim and Abu Bakr laughed and talked about the crazy experience that they had last week when they went hiking in the woods behind the masjid. Remember when Ismail stepped on that ant pile? Abu Bakr recalled. Yeah, that was scary. Man, I wonder what kind of adventures we'll get into this week. Abu Bakr's mom parked the car and turned around to talk to the boys. Okay, have fun and take a break if you need one since you both are fasting. I'm really proud of how you both volunteered to help out at the masjid. The boys waved goodbye and ran to meet brother Siddiq and sister Samina. 
Oh, nice. You guys made it, said Brother Siddiq, waving at them. Brother Siddiq, the youth coordinator of the masjid, had an entire plan for how this drive through iftar would go. Okay, so here's our plan to make this drive through iftar event successful. We're going to create an assembly line to package our boxes. That long table over there has our iftar items. He said, pointing to a table neatly arranged with different iftar items spread across. Fatima is going to open up a box and that's all she's in charge of. She'll slide it to the next person who will only be in charge of placing three dates. Then the box will be slid to the next person. That person will place one packet of dried fruits and nuts. Then the box will be passed to the next person who will place inside three cheese samosas. And then the next person will put a chicken sandwich inside. And lastly, the person at the end of this table will finish the packaging of the box by adding a drink and closing it up. And I'll be at the end of the table to take it and add it to our finished stack of boxes. We have four stations set up this way where everyone will be packaging the same way, the same things. Brother Siddiq concluded his instructions and looked at the kids to see if they understood. Any questions? He asked, looking around to see if anyone was confused. One kid raised his hand and asked, So, what will happen to the leftovers? You'll take it home and eat cheese samosas for days. Brother Siddiq said playfully. Everyone laughed. Sister Samina joined in. Hey, that's a good idea. You all are welcome to take the leftovers home. That's the least we can do for you wonderful volunteers. MashaAllah. Ismail chimed in. If everyone does their part, we can get 250 iftar boxes packed and ready to go before the cars even get here. That's the goal. Okay, now you all pick a station to start assembling our food boxes. The kids went off to different directions to attend to their assembly line. Fatima joined the boys and waved to Ibrahim, Abu Bakr, and Ismail. Wow, you guys, can you imagine how high 250 boxes of food will stack up? Fatima said excitedly. I bet it'll be like 100 feet tall. What do you think, Ibrahim? Ibrahim nodded in agreement. He looked at a little girl standing close next to Fatima. Hey, who's this? Ibrahim wondered out loud. Oh, this is my cousin, Noor. I'm babysitting her today, and she really wanted to help out too. Noor walked over to Ibrahim and grabbed hold of his hand. She looked at him with wide eyes and said, You can be my friend today. She said to Ibrahim, squeezing his hand. Uh, okay. Um, Noor, how old are you? I'm four years old, but in like 100 days, I'll be five years old. Isn't that such a big number? She said, smiling at Ibrahim. Ibrahim awkwardly smiled back. Noor did not want to let go of Ibrahim's hand. Ibrahim felt weird holding a little girl's hand that he had just met two seconds ago. Uh, I wonder why she's clinging on to me, Ibrahim thought to himself. Noor tugged at Ibrahim's shirt. Ibrahim, I'll be your helper today. I can do big kid things like you guys too. I'm such a good helper. You can even ask my mom. Uh, sure, Noor. Yeah, I guess you could be my helper. 
Ibrahim said, clenching his teeth. Hey, Ibrahim, come here, buddy. I need you to do me a favor. Ibrahim tried to wiggle free from Noor's grip as he heard Brother Siddiq call him. But little Noor just held on even tighter. She ran with him hand in hand to Brother Siddiq. Brother Siddiq looked puzzled as to why his niece was holding on to Ibrahim's hand so tightly. Noor, looks like you made a friend, huh? Ibrahim glanced at Brother Siddiq and said, Ugh, I kind of don't know how to release myself from her. Little kids usually don't hang out with me. She's the first. Hey, I'm not little. I'm about to be five years old, remember? Remember, you said that was a big number. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess I need a favor from both of you. Brother Siddiq was amused at this unusual pair. Ibrahim, can you go to the mustard office in the back of the trails? Here's the keys to the office. We need to fry another 25 cheese samosas. You'll see the samosas in the freezer in a big Ziploc bag. Bring that over to Sister Samina over there by the fryer. He said, pointing to Sister Samina, who had already started frying some samosas right now. Ibrahim hesitated. A moment of fear and worry overcame him. Ibrahim gulped. He was not feeling confident to go back into the woods and walk through the trails to get to the masjid office. He didn't want to enter the woods and be in nature all by himself. The last time he was there, he felt very overwhelmed and anxious. (sighs) Ibrahim took a deep breath and remembered how he was able to overcome his fears of getting lost and he worked through the worries last time, so maybe that's all he had to do this time. He just had to trust that Allah would keep him safe. Brother Siddiq patiently waited for Ibrahim's reply. Hey, Ibrahim, you know I specifically asked you for this favor because last time you were out there in the nature trails, you showed a great sense of direction and safety. If you did it once, you can do it twice. Brother Siddiq said encouragingly, Ugh, Brother Siddiq, truthfully, I'm kind of scared. The masjid office is all the way in the deep part of the trails. It feels like you're totally lost. And what if I do get lost? Look, everyone is scared of something. If we let our fear control our every action, then we'd be too afraid to try anything new. Did you know that I used to be deathly afraid of butterflies? Butterflies? Ibrahim asked surprised. Yep, butterflies. Once, a butterfly with a face-looking design on its wings flew right on my forehead, and it totally scared me. I was afraid of butterflies for years after that. Wow, for years? So, like, what do you do now when you see a butterfly? Ibrahim asked. I just close my eyes and say Allahu Akbar. It's a reminder to myself that Allah is greater than these butterflies I fear. And this reminder helps me to transfer that fear to Allah. Allah is totally greater than any real threat, and Allah is my protector. He is Al-Muhaymin, the protector. I promise you, knowing Allah this way helps to keep those fears in check and not let them take over our mind with worry. Noor interrupted, Um, Ibrahim, I can be your helper, remember? I will help you with your worries. I know how to get back to the parking lot from the masjid office. Noor stated confidently, Noor, I wasn't planning on taking you into the trails, Ibrahim said looking at her puzzled. Brother Siddiq smiled. 
Trust me, she actually does know her way back really well. She's been coming to this masjid, running around these trails since she was two years old. Ibrahim paused to remember how Allah really did protect him from harm the last time that he was in the woods walking these trails. Ibrahim closed his eyes and he said, Allahu Akbar. <sighs> okay, Allah is greater than my fear of getting lost. <sighs> yeah, he is Al-Muhaymin, the protector, and I know he protected me before, so <sighs> I trust Allah. He then pictured the trails in his head to create a memory map of how to get from the masjid office back to the parking lot. Ibrahim turned to Noor and said, Okay, let's go to the masjid office and get those frozen samosas. Ibrahim clenched the keys in his hand and recited the traveling dua. The way Ibrahim thought about it was if he was going to get from one place to the other by himself, then he was going to need the power of dua to help him out along the way. He looked at the woods from the parking lot where he was standing, through the trails in the woods at the end of this foresty looking area was where the masjid office was located. Noor happily skipped along, not letting go of Ibrahim's hand even once. She swayed their arms forward and back in a fun, playful motion as they entered the trails. Noor seemed unbothered by nature. If anything, she was enjoying the company of Ibrahim. Ibrahim, on the other hand, was too focused on his fast. His stomach started grumbling loudly. Hmm, Ibrahim, sounds like your tummy could use some food. Here, take this. Noor dug in her pockets. She plucked out a half-eaten chicken nugget from her pocket and placed it right in Ibrahim's hand. Ugh, what? Did she just give me? Ew, ew, it's cold, it's soggy and wet, Ibrahim thought to himself. Um, Noor, why on earth do you have a half-eaten chicken nugget in your pocket? Noor stopped humming and shrugged cheerfully and replied, I don't know, that's where I put all my leftovers. Ibrahim gagged, and immediately any signs of hunger disappeared. He secretly tossed the half-eaten chicken nugget in the bushes when Noor wasn't looking. The walk in the trails was actually enjoyable for Ibrahim. He noticed the beautiful flowers, the large trees, and the shade that they provided. He listened closely to all the different chirpings of birds in these woods. Before he even knew it, both him and Noor arrived to the masjid office. They approached the masjid office and Ibrahim took out the keys that Brother Siddiq gave him. He looked at Noor and asked, Um, can you let go of my hand now? Noor finally released Ibrahim's hand. Ibrahim inserted the key and unlocked the masjid office door. He opened the doors wide to enter, but Ibrahim stopped in his tracks when he heard a very weird screeching noise. 
Noor looked really startled. She held on to Ibrahim's hand once more and said, Ibrahim, I think something's inside the office. Do you hear that noise? Just as Noor said that, they both heard a loud Something had fallen inside. And something definitely was moving inside too. Ibrahim's heart jumped and thumped inside his chest quickly. He was starting to feel overwhelmed and scared. What could that noise have been? Both Noor and Ibrahim stood frozen at the doorway, staring into a dark office. Ibrahim extended out his arm bravely to find the light switch. He flicked the switch on and the entire masjid office brightened up at once. Noor exclaimed, Those mice are eating cheese! It took Ibrahim a moment to see what Noor was talking about, but when he did, he yelled. Ibrahim slammed the masjid office door shut and started to breathe heavily. <sighs> oh, There's rats everywhere on that counter. Those cheese samosas were not in the freezer. They were on the counter. Ah, I can't believe it attracted so many rats. We have to go back to the parking lot to let Brother Sadiq know. Oh my God, there's a serious rat problem in there. Noor was approaching the door while Ibrahim was talking to himself. Noor, wait. No, no, no. Don't, don't open the door. Noor, what are you doing? Ibrahim asked in utter confusion. I just want to take one of them as my pet. Noor said calmly as she hummed along. <laughs> Ibrahim's mouth dropped in disbelief. Huh? What? What? Are you serious right now? He asked in confusion. No, 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 no. Those are not cute pets. These are disease-carrying wild rodents that shouldn't be touched by four-year-olds. Ibrahim snapped in frustration. Noor stomped her foot in anger. I'm almost five. You keep forgetting that. Noor continued to stomp her feet. Ibrahim took a deep breath all the while holding the door shut so Noor wouldn't dare open it and go inside. Ibrahim closed his eyes and whispered, oh, Allahu Akbar, oh Allahu Akbar, Allah, you are greater than my fear in those rats. I am transferring this fear to you because in my heart, I know that you are Al-Muhaymin. You are our greatest protector. Oh Allah, please protect us. Ibrahim opened his eyes and he felt his body relax and calm over. Noor was still sitting on the ground, playing with a stick and still very angry. I want to go back to my uncle. I'm going to tell him to let me have a pet mouse since you won't let me. Noor said, complaining with her arms folded across her body. Ibrahim clenched his jaw to really hold back from saying anything to her. Instead, he just extended his hand out so that Noor can hold his hand all the way back to the parking lot. Brother Siddiq approached Ibrahim and Noor as they exited the trails. Did you find the frozen cheese samosas? Ibrahim explained what had happened. Oh, Brother Sadiq, whoever was in charge of putting them in the freezer didn't do their part. The cheese samosa Ziploc bag was all open on the counter. When we turned on the lights, we saw at least 10 rats. 
sitting there and eating the cheese. Nor interrupted with a question. Uncle, can I have a pet mouse? Huh? Brother Siddiq looked at his niece puzzled and then exclaimed, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Oh man, I need to take care of this right away. Brother Siddiq took out his phone ready to make phone calls. Ibrahim, please let Sister Samina know about this. I'll be right back. He jogged into the woods and disappeared. Sister Samina was so saddened by the news of her cheese samosas being ruined. Oh, thanks for helping out, Ibrahim. I'm sure that was a crazy thing to see. I mean, you hear about stuff like this in the movies, right? Mice eating cheese, Sister Samina said jokingly. Noor interrupted loudly. Auntie, can I have a pet? Mm, okay, let's go find your mom, sweetie, Sister Samina said. She turned to Ibrahim and told him, oh, This is going to be a little unfair, isn't it, Ibrahim? This means that some boxes will seem emptier than others. Some iftar boxes will have cheese samosas and some will not. An idea hit Ibrahim. Oh, I know. I can ask my mom to bring her samosas to replace these that got ruined. She was just frying some before I came here. Ibrahim began calling his mom immediately before Sister Samina could even respond. Oh, assalamu alaikum. Mama, can you bring 25 samosas to the masjid, please? Some of the masjid boxes are missing samosas. It's a long story, but can you please bring some? Oh, okay, nice. Alhamdulillah. Ibrahim jumped in excitement and gave Sister Samina a thumbs up. He signaled to her that the samosas were on their way. Oh, alhamdulillah, Ibrahim, you literally saved our event with your quick thinking and problem solving. Ah, I'm so relieved. Ismail and Abu Bakr came running to Ibrahim's side from their assembling stations. Ibrahim, tell us what happened. Noor said you guys saw like a hundred mice in the masjid office. Ibrahim chuckled at Noor's almost five-year-old self. Sister Samina chimed in. Oh, Ibrahim, tell them how you literally saved the day too just now. The boys huddled around a picnic table with Fatima joining the group. They all wanted to hear about Ibrahim's nature adventure. Jazakallah khair everyone for your time and support. For everyone who has been emailing me and commenting and leaving reviews, I just wanted to say thank you so much. For the next few stories, if you are interested in having your child's name as a character, please feel free to email me at info at mrshashmi.com and I will send you the flyer for more information. <laughs>